There are five basic needs that every marriage has. There are five A's. One of those A's is the need for affection. You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And yesterday we covered one of these A's and Tuesday's program that you can hear at parentingonpurpose.org covered another two. So the first one was attention. Then we had acceptance. Yesterday we spent the whole day talking about admiration mm-hmm. um, and what happens if there is maybe a little disappointment there. But then and you're talking, there will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's yeah. true, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, of us, any of us are perfect. We aren't. We will we, not be a perfect there, husband or wife. Oh man, I'm so going to disappoint you because I can't live up to what you spent your whole life anticipating marriage was going to be. And the movies we saw and the books we read. Yeah. I was away last night speaking and Rosemary spent the night watching Sense and Sensibility. Give oh, me g- so give me wonderful. a break about something that's so unrealistic. Really? Really? <laughs> and and then I'm supposed to come home and be able to flow into the room like whatever that guy's name is? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not going to work. Plus, he rode on a horse. I don't like horses. <laughs> so there is a need to understand this is what I'm supposed to do. But one of them is also affection, mm. the need for affection. Yeah, and I think when we say affection, I think that sort of implies a friendship, that we like each other. It's not just love and admire and all those kinds of things. We actually like each other and we have fun together. We feel an affection with each other. Well, I'm affectionate with my children. And so that kind of paints the whole picture right there. I'm affectionate with my children. The hugs are no strings attached hugs. I'm affectionate with my children, and there is a need for affection. I think the problem is, as a man, and and Ruth, it might be my generation more than your generation, did your dad ever kiss your brother? I don't know. More more hugs. Hugs, yeah. Mm -hmm. There are some Latin men I've seen, I think it's the coolest thing I've ever seen, kissing their boys. But my husband kisses his boys. I love it. I think that's so awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, my dad and I basically shook hands. I mean, I might be wrong. I don't really ever remember being hugged by my dad. I don't don't remember ever seeing it. Yeah, that was just not us. And so affection was, you know, as a man, but then even as a man coming from my background, why? You know, why unless it's 10 o'clock at night? I mean, why be affectionate? And it was a hard thing. And then to arrive in the South Florida world where Latins hug everybody. I mean, it's, you know, (laughs) the lawn man hugs me. I mean, everybody hugs. And so it's a healthy needed touch part. It's healthy touch that's Mm -hmm. so needed in the marriage, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Yes. And how we're going to ask you a question now oh, again. Here boy, we were ganging been, up on him this again. This has been pound Bob week. So much um, fun. How do, how do we help a husband? Of course, passionate love is so important, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about that at some point. But how do we help our husbands know that we do want to just be hugged, just for the sake of a hug, that we feel liked, not just desired? And we want to be desired, certainly, but... There's also a balance so that we want to be have that feeling of affection. How do we communicate well, that I to think, you? Well, I think if you don't eventually communicate it, then every time you give him a hug, he thinks it's going someplace it's not. And that causes all kinds of arguments. And confusion. And yeah. confusion, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and anger. And, okay. uh, but so I, I should hug you and say, this has no strings attached. I just well, want to hug. Well, I think <laughs> I remember you saying to me once, could you just give me a hug that's a hug? And that, I think, probably initially hurt my feelings. And then I think we had a discussion. And I think... You then started to teach me the value of just affection, the Mm -hmm. value of just a hug, the value of just non-sensual touch. I think that was very important. I think the affection will always be more important for you. Mm -hmm. Just putting that on the table here. But I think I've learned that it's important for me too as a man, and it's important to learn because 
I wanted to learn that for my children also. I yeah. just wanted to learn how to hug my children. Yeah. but And don't you think affection is a expression of friendship? Yes. Passion and sensual touch is an expression of our desire for one another mm-hmm. as husband and wife. But I think affection is a... Is I an like expression you. of yes, which is a very important need in a couple's life that we are liked, just again for who we are as people, and we enjoy each other mm-hmm. as friends. Well, why do you think that's? I guess you answered why it's so important. It's so important because we each need to know that we each are liked, and we like being with each other. I think. Why is it then so difficult? Do you think? Why do you think affectionate love, affectionate response with each other is so important? But why is it so difficult for some couples to figure this out? Well, maybe you didn't grow up with that, yeah. like you mentioned, yeah. and that sort of a thing to kind of get over. Okay, right. I can. I had to learn a lot more affection too in my current marriage than what I got growing up. Not that mm-hmm. my my mom was more affectionate than my dad. My dad mm-hmm. was just so busy all the mm-hmm. time, and it mm-hmm. wasn't frowned upon. It just wasn't done. So yeah. getting used to touching body, you know, and the kids, and they they're on top of you, and yeah. and that you know, and with my own, it might be different. But getting used to a physical touch. Yeah does take getting used to. And then when it's your spouse, like you say, if it hasn't been defined that it's not going there, that it can just be friendly. Or that, you know what, I might need a couple hugs throughout the day so that at the end, the hugs turn into something else. You know what I mean? And the relationship between a husband and wife is just so complex. There's so many things that are entering into it as we've been talking all week about attention, acceptance, admiration, all those kinds, there's just so many dynamics going into it. So I think it's hard to separate some of those dynamics that are going on to just say, hey, I want to be your friend today. I want to know that you like me, not all the other dynamics involved. And the fact that we marry our opposite means we have to have these discussions. We have to, I'm I'm thinking of, and I'm going to let you tell the story, when you had to call me home from work because you were sick and the children were little. Because we have to define affection. What does it mean to you? What does it look like? One day I was just, had a terrible case of the flu and I just could not function. I just had to go to bed and called Bob and he very graciously and sweetly stopped the world, had somebody take over what he was doing, came home immediately, arrived within 10 minutes. And I think he arrived in 10 minutes. I was back in bed in the back bedroom, and I heard the children laughing. I heard some dishes making noise in the kitchen and whatnot. And so I knew he was home, 10 minutes, 15, 20. Meanwhile, I'm in the back getting more and more emotional and wishing that he would come and see me. And he had come home, and again, his gifting went into operation. He came in, took care of the children, cleaned up the dishes, did all these tasks. He was expressing his concern and love to me by doing I was tasks. My affection. Yes. Right. Doing Meanwhile, what you said. Yes. And oh, what you asked. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, really? no, but I, no, 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 no. I, thank you. It's about time you're before. on my side. Yes. My side, however, <laughs> was I was feeling bad and I wanted my friend to come back and say, babe, I'm home. I'm going to go and take care of the kids. How are you feeling? Can I bring you an aspirin or something? Are you okay? And I needed that expression. And so, again, it was a conflict of temperaments in the ways we approach our expression of affection. So by the time (laughs) I got back to the bedroom, which was probably 20 minutes, the story is four hours, but I think it was probably 20 minutes. (laughs) 
She was furious, as as furious as she's able to be. She's not a furious type well, I had person. My feelings, feelings hurt. hurt. Well, hey, how are you doing? You didn't come back. You didn't come back here. I'm a and, human uh, being here. Yeah, I'm. I'm like really, really, and it was probably not our finest moment, mine anyway. <laughs> but it was a different form of expressing affection. So what has to happen is I've got to decide to call in on her phone line. I can call in on my own phone line all the time and never connect with her. I've got to understand, okay, okay, Bob, Bob, what, I'm going home now. What is she going to want? She's going to want me to come back. She's going to want me to sit with her a little bit and then get the kids out of her And face. let me quickly say that I've got to receive the phone call on your phone line. I needed to grow up and say, oh, wow, that is really great. Bob came in and he is functioning on his way of expressing his concern, which is doing the task. So it's a two-way street. We need to talk with each other and call in on the right lines and receive the phone call on the right line as well. So basically you're saying publicly that I was right in what I did and that you were wrong in the way you reacted. I, and, and this is 30 years I've waited for this public apology. I just want everybody to know. I think oh the need for affection is huge, but there's another need we can squeeze in here, and it's the need for activities. Mm. So we've got attention, acceptance, admiration, affection, and activities. What do you do together? You know, this is so interesting because, again, when a couple is dating, oh, my goodness, they spend so much time, you know, planning events and talking to each other and setting the stage so we will be a fun couple because we want to draw each other in. It's almost disgusting. They can't do anything without each other. And yeah. you want to say to him, man up, man, you can't do anything. And then they get married and it's disgusting the other way. Yeah. They never do anything together. Right. And, and I don't know what happens there. Why do we suddenly, I guess we're not trying anymore or something like that. But I just think it's very important that we once again, purposefully, proactively say, you know what? We are very busy people. We both have jobs and children and, you know, all, all the things that we have going on. We've got to figure out what we can do together. Ruthie, you said earlier in the week that your husband loved football at one stage of your marriage. And so you jump right in and learn to like football. I'm still working on that in my home. I, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll just but, admit it. <laughs> but to find things that we can mutually enjoy together and not be so boring where at the end of the day, we're both tired from doing our things and we just turn on the television yet again. Let's figure out proactively what we can do as a couple to make it fun to have relationships. We have to get out front on that. We have to decide Saturday we're going to do this. And I think sometimes we believe it has to be something busy rather than just exhaling, you know, walking through the, the mall together and, and stopping for coffee pushing the kids somewhere. It doesn't have to cost money. No. But it won't happen if we don't know the purpose. The purpose is not to accomplish anything more than to know each other better. The purpose is it's really a form of affection. The purpose is we're spending time together rather than the classic scenario. You watch the kids, I have to do this. I'll watch the kids, you have to do this. Now the kids each have to do something separately. I'll take this one, you take that one. Our marriage needs some time where we decide enough. And one of the reasons, one of the ways we were able to do this is we actually cut back on all the children's activities. They didn't do as many activities as other people. They weren't signed up for everything on planet Earth. They played one sport a year because we needed some time too. And we ended up being their chauffeurs rather than their parents. And we wanted that, but we wanted our marriage and we wanted them to see 
a marriage. And that sometimes was something as little as closing the glass doors. And as we closed the glass, the sliding glass doors, we would sit on the patio and ban the kids from the patio. Mm -hmm. And Roby would be hilarious. He'd be just standing in the glass door, just looking out at us at three years old. We could hear if anything happened. Oh yeah, gosh. we're going back in if anything happened. But we Did just... Did you just not look at him? Because I would laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. And Way they high. they needed to learn, we need some time. And I think when we think through an activity, it makes the other one feel like we admire, uh, accept, and all those things. You know, that I've taken time to think through what would be a fun thing for us to do as a couple mm. or for him to say, you know, we used to do this. Let's do that this weekend. That would be so fun. That makes this other spouse feel important and accepted and admired and attended to. I think classically, one spouse is going to be the activity person and the, the other spouse is going to be the Bob. The wet blanket, I don't want to do that. I mean, I, I have no energy. I don't want to do that. And one of the things you did that was great that I almost tried to get out of every time was just going down to the beach with a picnic basket and just go down to the beach with a picnic basket. And when we had little ones, we'd go down to the beach with a picnic basket with them and they'd play in the sand and we'd, we'd be sitting three, four, five feet away and just actually talking with each other. But I remember thinking every time you wanted to do that, I think, oh, I so don't want to do this. I mean, I have no energy left and drive down to the beach. And somehow you'd get me to do it. And somehow I was always grateful afterwards. So typically, one spouse is going to be the activities, likes to do things spouse. The other spouse has this wonderful chair in the family room <laughs> that they like to adhere to and their body becomes a part of it. And the thought of getting out of it is not pleasurable. And that's the spouse you've got to get out. Mm -hmm. That's the spouse you've got to get to do the activity. And that's the spouse that will even be more grateful. There are five A's that need to happen in a marriage. The need for attention, the need for acceptance, not for what I can do, but just for me. Uh, the need for admiration, whether I deserve it or not. The need for affection, figuring out that affection has no strings attached. And then the need for activities. We need to invest in our marriages. We need to inject these things into our marriages. And even if your spouse isn't doing them, you need to choose to do them for your marriage. You've been listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm Ruthie J., your host. And if you want to find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries, Dr. Bob and Rosemary have written a lot of books and created resources to help your marriage. And all the proceeds from these resources go to help the children's homes. So it's kind of a double whammy there. You can find that at shfm.org. That's short for Sheridan House Family Ministries. And if you want to hear today's program again and any of the other points that we've already gone through, you can listen to all the programs again for free online at parentingonpurpose.org. We hope you join us tomorrow as we wrap up this topic of having a proactive marriage here on Parenting on Purpose.